Hello, this is the audio version of Park Run Magazine. Thanks so much for listening. Each episode of the audio magazine will share hints and tips about getting started on a more active lifestyle, as well as stories about the people and communities around Park Run events. Welcome along to the sixth and final episode in the audio version of the third edition of Parkrun Magazine. In this episode, we'll find out what a warm-up leader does at Junior Parkrun and celebrate the 75th anniversary of our NHS. But first, let's meet Chrissy Wellington, Parkrun's Global Head of Health and Wellbeing and a huge advocate of Junior Parkrun and find out about the part she and others have played in the growth of the movement. On average, around 17,000 young people take part in junior parkrun events in the UK every weekend. Let's look back into the archives and chat to some of the individuals who made junior parkrun what it is today. Parkrun began as a small seed that grew into a global series of events. And the story of Junior Park Run is essentially no different. As with the original Park Run in 2004, that first junior event in 2010 was a team effort. But there were a few differences in the way the junior events grew. Young people were proactively encouraged to participate, whereas the growth of the 5K events had been more organic. The other big difference was the involvement of a world champion athlete. But more about that in a moment. The idea for Junior Park Run was first tabled by medical practitioner and Park Run regular Paul Graham. Paul had seen firsthand the effectiveness of social prescribing in tackling many of the illnesses and issues he encountered during his working life, and he was absolutely certain that young people would benefit physically and mentally from getting active. I felt something new was needed that was specific to children, including those with health conditions, he told the Parkrun blog in April 2020. As an occupational therapist and a sports coach, I was in a good position to put something together. On the morning of Sunday the 1st of April 2010 at Bushy Park in West London, where the original Parkrun had taken place six years previously, nine children and adults met up for a 2k loop and an idea took root. By 2013, there were four junior park runs taking place monthly, and this was great. But how could the junior park run movement grow more quickly and allow children all over the country and the world to access 2K events? That was when park run founder Paul Sinton Hewitt had a chance encounter with Chrissy Wallington. Chrissy, a former professional triathlete, had, among other accolades, won the Ironman Triathlon World Championship four times and retired from the sport in 2012, having never been beaten in any of the professional races she entered. Since childhood, I have been incredibly passionate about what we know as international development, explains Chrissy. I did my master's degree in the subject and then was fortunate enough to make that my career. While I was working as a civil servant advising on international development policy, I became a triathlete. Although Chrissy has now retired from professional competitive sport, her passion for affecting change and helping people has not dimmed. Not long after her retirement, Chrissy found herself talking to Parkrun founder Paul Sinton Hewitt at a social event. I knew that I wanted to anchor my career going forward around physical activity, she remembers, the empowerment of others to lead active, healthy lifestyles, 
and my initial thought was, I'd like to set up my own foundation, inspiring people to be more active, but with a particular interest in children. Paul was looking for someone to help scale up the four existing junior park runs into a UK-wide offering. Chrissy and Paul's ambitions were aligned and Chrissy soon joined Parkrun to help to increase the footprint and popularity of the junior events. From the start, Chrissy had her hands full. With a small team of staff, I had to make decisions about every single aspect of the organisation and delivery of those events, she recalls. We had a model and a formula for the Saturday Parkruns, but with Junior Parkrun, we needed to make sure that the model could be scaled. We had to establish the framework. For example, the start time, the distance, the age range, and obviously, the safeguarding element. On the 24th of November, 2013, Southampton became the location for the first weekly junior park run, boasting 90 participants at the inaugural event. Fast forward to 2015 and junior park run entered a new phase of its development. Rowan Ardill, a long-standing event director and volunteer ambassador, explains a bit more. I have spoken to so many adults who recall a negative first experience of being physically active, Rowan says. I saw it as my mission that 20 years from now, a whole load of young adults will have a wonderful, positive association with physical activity, having grown up with Parkrun and Junior Parkrun in their lives. Rowan was tasked with leading a project that aimed to support the establishment of Junior Parkruns in areas of social deprivation. Thanks to the work of volunteers and Parkrun event support staff, including Helen Hood and Joe Sinton Hewitt, Junior Parkrun has continued to grow. In 2023, around 17,000 children between the ages of 4 and 14 take part in Junior Parkrun events across the UK each weekend, supported by around 7,000 volunteers. But for Chrissy, it is not the big numbers that make her the happiest. It's the micro-moments, she says, the personal anecdotes, the single stories of children and also the adults that accompany them that I think are the most gratifying. Chrissy is particularly inspired by stories about children with health conditions who are often excluded from physical activity, who go on to achieve junior parkrun milestones. Just over a decade since that first 2K loop in Bushy Park, for many thousands of children and adults, Sunday mornings are now synonymous with Junior Park Run. But Chrissy and all her colleagues are quietly determined to expand the reach and impact of Junior Park Run even further. But for now, it is worth recognising that once again, Park Run has taken a small idea and allowed it to flourish, and children around the world are seeing the benefits. Have you been inspired by Chrissy's words? Perhaps your family would like to take part in Junior Park Run. Here are Chrissy's top tips for going to an event for the first time. Coming along to anything new can feel daunting, but there's nothing to worry about a junior park run. Remember that everyone was a beginner once. Throughout our lives, we're always starting something new, and that first step is always the hardest. So look back on other times when you have started something new and the positive outcomes from that. The second tip is that it's not about the run. It's about encouraging children and adults to be a little more active with others outdoors. Children can walk, hop and skip and even stop to feed the ducks if they want. There's no pressure to do a certain time. It's open to all and is a great way to develop a lifelong love for physical activity. Here's tip three. 
Connect with other families, perhaps those that are already taking part in Junior Park Run and plan to go together. Make it a real family and friends affair. Tip four is for the grown-ups. Remember that adults can walk, jog or run with their children or volunteer. There are so many roles that you can do. That way, it won't feel like something you are taking your children to. It will feel like the adults are fully invested and involved. Of course, you can volunteer at Junior Park Run, even if you don't have children, and children themselves can volunteer too. And the final tip. If you want to find out more, check out the Park Run website for more information and loads of really positive stories. You can find that at parkrun.org.uk. We often talk about volunteering at Parkrun, but volunteering doesn't just mean marshalling. There are several jobs to be done at each event, and the best thing is that they're all super easy to get the hang of, and someone will always be there to explain what to do. Junior events, unlike Saturday 5K Parkruns, have a warm-up leader who gets the young people ready to be active. Let's find out a bit more about what that volunteer role involves. All junior parkrun events start with a warm-up, and the warm-up leader gets the young people excited to start moving with a few minutes of jumping and stretching. Nicholas Lloyd-Jones at Breckland Leisure Centre Junior Parkrun makes sure he involves the grown-ups too. Parkrun has created an easy-to-follow set of moves, so warm-up leaders don't have to make it up as they go along. However, many warm-up leaders like to add their own jumps and stretches, as Nicholas explains. My warm-ups usually start by getting our juniors shouting and excited, he says. We go on to gorilla stomps, skiing, going around the world, basically making each move imaginative and fun. We build up to our high-knee run. At this point, I like to dart around between our juniors, adults and volunteers, asking them, how high? The warm-up at Junior Park Run helps to create a fun, inclusive vibe to make everyone feel welcome. Nicholas believes this is especially important. When I was young, I didn't like PE at school, he remembers, so I tried to create a fun, exciting and crazy atmosphere. I like to engage with everyone and make sure that everyone gets encouragement, no matter what they're doing. I also like to get some of the juniors up front with me. We now have a lot of juniors asking to help out with the warm-up, which is great. Nicholas's enthusiasm is fantastic. Being positive about getting active is wonderful. Being active and healthy is important for the well-being of all of us. If we're unwell in the UK, we rely on the NHS to look after us. In 2023, the NHS celebrated its 75th anniversary. This story, published a few months before that big diamond birthday, looked ahead to the celebrations planned at parkruns around the UK. On the 5th of July 2023, the NHS celebrated its 75th anniversary. It has been the backbone of UK health provision since 1948, and in spring 2023, the service cared for 1.3 million people every single day. As a health charity, Parkrun planned a weekend of celebrations over the weekend of the 8th and 9th of July. What do Parkrun and the NHS have in common? A commitment to improving, nurturing and promoting public health. That's why Parkrun and the NHS got together to celebrate the health service's diamond anniversary with Parkrun for the NHS on Saturday the 8th and Sunday the 9th of July 
The celebrations were designed to be a chance for communities to thank and celebrate the NHS staff and volunteers who have made the service what it is, and to welcome new participants to Parkrun. Saturday and Junior Parkrun events partnered with a Parkrun practice GP surgery, and staff from local NHS organisations took part. The July weekend was actually the second time Parkrun and the NHS have joined together to celebrate the health service. For the NHS's 70th anniversary in 2018, more than 146,000 people walked, jogged, ran and volunteered at a parkrun. As well as recognising the NHS's birthday, the weekend celebrations were a great way to encourage new participants, maybe including NHS staff, to come along and try parkrun for the first time, whether as a volunteer, spectator, walker, jogger or runner. Dame Ruth May is the Chief Nursing Officer for England. She shared her thoughts about the NHS's 75th anniversary with us in the printed edition of the magazine. Her words are spoken by an actor. For 75 years, the NHS, its staff and volunteers have been there for us. The midwives who help bring us into the world, the GPs, practice nurses and pharmacists who are our first port of call when we are sick, the nurses, doctors and other clinicians who use their expertise to care for us in our time of need, the porters and cleaners who keep our hospitals moving, and the hundreds of thousands of dedicated staff and volunteers in between. I was delighted that the NHS teamed up with Parkrun to mark the NHS's 75th anniversary. It was amazing to see so many people, from local communities to NHS staff and volunteers, walking, jogging, running and volunteering. We know physical activity is great for your body and mind. Some is good, more is better still. Let's now look back at the first 75 years of the National Health Service. The NHS was founded on the 5th of July 1948 and it changed the way British citizens obtained and paid for healthcare. It was the first universal health system to be available to all, free at the point of delivery. The NHS has innovated and adapted to meet the needs of each successive generation, always putting patients at the heart of everything it does. Vaccination programmes have protected children from measles, tuberculosis and whooping cough. And of course, many of us had vaccinations to protect us against COVID-19. The NHS has also pioneered medical advances, including the world's first heart, lung and liver transplant. More recently, the amazing NHS staff, representing more than 200 nationalities, have been behind advances in robotics to help prostate cancer patients and the first new treatment for sickle cell disease in more than 20 years. The NHS really is a tremendous institution and Parkrun is always pleased to support it. Our final story in this episode is all about inspiration. The northwest of England is packed with brilliant scenery from lakes and forests and the good old seaside. Here's just a selection of the many park runs in the area. Let's begin in Prince's Park, Liverpool. Prince's Park is a Grade 2 star-listed historic park in the suburb of Toxteth, complete with a wooden hinge. The course winds two and a half times around the perimeter path and is popular with people trying park run for the first time because it's fairly flat 
so great for that potential personal best too. Here's a unique quirk of the event. The marshal at the park's sunburst gates is completely silent. Over in Preston, you'll find Avenham Park Junior Park Run in Avenham and Miller Parks. Avenham and Miller Parks are a green oasis in the centre of Preston. Walkers, joggers, runners and volunteers on a Sunday morning get to see some of the park's well-known features, including the statue of the Earl of Derby, while also making their way along the edge of the River Ribble on a section of the Ribble Way. Now let's visit Litham Hall in Lancashire. Litham Hall Park Run begins in front of the impressive Grade 1 listed Georgian House. The course features a mix of asphalt, gravel paths and trails, including woodland sections, and it finishes by the tea rooms. Over in Skelmersdale, you'll find Skelmersdale Junior Park Run. Many people think of Skelmersdale as a 1960s new town and don't realise it has a wooded valley running through its heart. The Tord Valley Park. Walkers, joggers and runners follow a Y-shaped route from the amphitheatre via a newly constructed pathway over what's known as Troll Bridge, popping up and down the hill, past the super-friendly marshals to the woods on the way. Let's go to the seaside. Morecambe Prom Park Run in Morecambe offers genuinely stunning views of the mountains of the Lake District from across the bay. The course at Morecambe Prom does, as you'd expect, following the promenade along an out-and-back route that includes Slade Jetty and passes the Midland Hotel, West End Gardens and, of course, Eric Morecambe's statue. We couldn't visit North West England without mentioning the Lake District. Who likes hills? Well, when they come with the unique atmosphere of the Lake District National Park, what's not to love? At Winlatter Forest Park Run, forest trails are the name of the game serving up a wonderful woodland atmosphere for walkers, joggers and runners. The volunteers get some amazing views too. Fellfoot Saturday Park Run is set in beautiful National Trust parkland at the southern end of Lake Windermere. The course is a figure of eight, looping through a wildflower meadow and hugging the shore. The views are amazing for its final stretch. Bear in mind that the event is affected by the levels of water in Lake Windermere. Here's another Saturday park run for lovers of water. Sail water in Manchester. The out-and-back course hugs both the banks of the River Mersey and the shore of Sail Water Park. Interestingly, the lake at Sail Water Park used to be a gravel pit, but it was flooded after the gravel was used to build the M60 motorway during the 1970s. Meanwhile, just north of the bright lights of Blackpool, you'll find Anchors Home Park in Thornton Cleveleys. The Junior Park Run course on a Sunday morning offers a fantastic vista of the Irish Sea, with the grand houses of Queen's Promenade on the other side. Walkers, joggers, runners and the volunteer community definitely feel the sea breezes. Don't forget, that's only a small selection of the many Park Run and Junior Park Run events in Northwest England. There are so many to choose from. So that's it for this series of the audio version of Parkrun magazine. We really hope you've enjoyed being able to listen to some of the stories we shared in issue three of the printed magazine. Don't forget, if you've not heard series one and two, they're also available. Thanks so much for listening. We've loved having you with us. Thank you for listening to Parkrun magazine. We hope you like the features and enjoyed our simple ways to take steps towards a happier and healthier life. To find out more about your local Parkrun event, 
or collect a free copy of the printed magazine, head over to magazine.parkrun.com. Parkrun Magazine is created by Parkrun, with the audio version made possible through editing and audio adaptation by Imogen Lees, and production by Light the Wind Media and Runcom. If you enjoyed listening, please remember to subscribe, leave a review, or share it with others. That's all for this episode. We hope you enjoy the next one.